and you thought Post Malone had some dodgy tattoos. It's John O'Binn and Sharon. Welcome along to the show on a Tuesday that feels like a Monday short week. It's a good feeling, guys. It's a really good feeling. Tell you what's not a good feeling, Ben. What? The audience who feel ripped off from <laughs> something you did last week. Oh, Atrocious. We've do. had feedback on our Facebook this page. This so angry. my idea, this. It was your idea. No, no, we're going to no. get, you guys are going to get into this next, right? Has Ben Boyce been cheating you? <laughs> what else? Can we believe anything that comes out of his mouth? Well, I feel like he's just a dirty liar. And he says he's going to do something and then he fails to deliver now, for If me. you don't know what we mean, we'll tell you in just a moment. But also today, our big news, the Safe House, the Edge Safe House is gone. We'll catch up with Marty and Steph just yeah. after four. And we talked to a New Zealand shark attack survivor. Dave Weston on the Facebook page is already like, can somebody please point me towards Ben's beep, 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 that he mentioned on here? Heard only a teaser and some build-up. Didn't hear the rest. <laughs> Uh, more build up and very disappointing. That's me. That's me in all life aspects. It right? is. How do you? <laughs> okay. oh, this has been a disappointing start. <laughs> hey, we'll get a bit more cheery after this. So we've started on a, De- a Debbie Downer. We'll find we'll out. You should have started on your six vacay. We'll find out what I did next. John Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Now, last week on the show, um, I, I crumbled when I got to uh, tell a joke live on the radio. You tried to make me tell a joke and I couldn't do it. You, you couldn't know. think of it, could you? Yeah. So then we gave you 24 hours and we're like, you need to come back with the greatest joke known to humankind. Now, okay. now, now no joke can withstand that much of a build-up. There's no joke that is that good. And I don't know. I think there could be some jokes out there. And we have been inundated with feedback, texts, messages, people been sliding up in my DMs. Uh, wanting to know what your joke was because well, apparently transmission cut out during a very pivotal part <laughs> yeah, of your joke. This is what happened last week where I tried to tell the joke. So there's this guy and the guy goes to see her. Mr. Pop. Eat. And it was the fly. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> so, so good, eh? so there we go. Ben's joke. Yeah. Such a good joke. Turned out that Ben let down a lot of people like Dave. Welcome to the show. How do you feel about Ben's joke, Dave? Um, well, I haven't heard it, but apparently everyone wants to hear it. Yeah, because so. well, now now's the time where we sh- Ben, you should come clean to Dave and those other mm. listeners who are keen to hear the world's greatest joke. Yeah, yeah well, Dave, sometimes well, radio is broadcast through transmitting um, devices and signals, and sometimes those um, don't work that well. So, yeah, unfortunately, we'll never hear that joke. Do you want to know the truth, Dave? Rest assured it was a great joke. Do you want to know the yeah, truth? The truth is, we said to Ben, hey, it's been 24 hours, have you got the world's greatest joke? And he said, shit, I forgot about that. <laughs> can, how can we get out of this? So he's like, can you get some transmission sound effects? I'll start a joke, start playing that, and then I'll come back with a punchline. You guys... Laugh hysterically. That's what happened, Dave. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure we all need to hear the actual joke. Well, there's no actual joke. So, so do I, Dave. No, no, this, 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 there's I no mean, actual joke this show because I just made up a start to an end of a joke that doesn't exist. Well, I tell you what, we've actually got some spare time. And, Dave, let us know what you think of this idea. We've got some spare time at 5.20, Ben, and no. we thought that <laughs> we can give you the start of what you said and the end of what you said, but not the middle where the static played. And at 5.20, you can make up the funniest joke in the world and we'll all hear it together. But the only thing is, it must start with, so there's this guy, and it must end with, and it was the fly. <laughs> <laughs> what do you reckon, Dave? Are you in? Oh, well, 
Uh, yeah, I'm definitely in. But you already yes. know the punchline. Yes. <laughs> Can't wait funny. to hear it. Can't <laughs> wait to hear it. Between now and then and how you fill out the meat so of that sandwich. So and, and it was the fly. That's so, yes. so something between. 520. Oh, Everybody set the alarm on their phone or whatever you've got. And 520. <laughs> ben will do the funniest joke in the world as written by Ben Boyce with no assistance from his comedian friends or John or myself. <laughs> okay, don't go anywhere. We're going to be talking to a man who was attacked by a shark over the weekend. That's before four o'clock. John O, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. It was a long weekend over the weekend. Yes, but that did not stop the Royals because Meghan and Harry, they were getting amongst it in Australia. They were all over the place. They were doing so much that Meghan Markle had to take a wee break because she's pregnant and she's getting very tired. But one of my favourite moments of all of the Royal coverage over the weekend was a guy on a news channel in Australia. Right. And he's doing a cross back to his news team in the studio. And he gets waved at by Meghan Markle and he loses it. But the people back in the studio lose it so much. Just moments ago, <gasps> oh. they, they come out of the gates of Admiralty <gasps> House and they waved and she looked at me and she waved at me. Maybe because oh I was thinking oh um, uh, But she, she waved. Yeah. So this is the reaction. Are they being sarcastic? No, they're being serious. This is the reaction. He's on the news. Keep it cool, man. Keep it cool. A, a news reporter got dressed for getting a wave from Meghan Markle. And I just thought to myself, how amazing would it feel if you told somebody your mundane news mm. and then they just made you feel so amazing by being into it? It's like, for example, you guys ask me something, I'll be like, oh, yeah, I did this, you know. Oh, yeah. Cool. Whereas if you're like, oh, I went and did this. Oh, my God. Best weekend of all time. And everyone's just enthusiastic about your news. It instantly gives you a pep in your step. So you want people to ring up oh, and over the edge and just say what they did. They might have not had more as an exciting weekend as other people, but it doesn't matter. Yes, let's do it. Oh, oh. 100 the edge. Text us at 3343. Let us be your pep to your step. We would love to help you out this afternoon. I'll get it going. I walked along the uh, Waikato River and then went to... Shut Yeah. Then, ah. then I went to the Hooker Falls and I stood next to a guy. Oh, my he, God. And he's like, you did it! Well, no way! You did it! Oh my god! Oh my and he's god. like, he said to me, uh, "You know what happened here in the eighties, don't you?" And I was like, "What?" He said, "Cricket umpire was found down there with a broomstick in his butt." Oh, okay, hang on. Oh, jeez. Okay, we can't probably. <laughs> That's not really what it's we can't like, really hear. Yeah. yeah, it's really how this works. <laughs> it's not how and it works. It's also like twenty past three. Yeah, mate. Remember we I... talked about the three o'clock like, out, mate. Remember how we, <laughs> yeah, we the kids are in the car and you know. And then, <laughs> Want to be a safe place yeah, for people to listen to in the car? Yeah, right, right. Yeah, okay. You just asked me what yeah. I did over the weekend. Yeah. No, we didn't you ask didn't you that, do that though. though. No. That's something okay. lame for the oh, weekend. Anyway, I took the bins out last night. Yeah, that would be. Oh, 800 the edge. Text to 3343. What did you do this weekend? We'll make it exciting for you next. Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge. Amanda, welcome to the show. What was your mundane weekend? Um, so I've got about 20 G-strings that I washed and dried even ironed. Oh! Oh! Oh, 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 my God. Thank you, thank you. Even ironing must be a fiddly process, so yeah. I imagine who irons their underpants. I don't, yeah, I've never heard of riding a G-bang. Um, yeah, like, come on, even when every girl does it, you've got to, it's absolutely amazing. You've got to, you've got to iron your underpants. <laughs> Not while they're it's on. a game changer. take them off, though, that's the thing, okay. eh? That's the key. Okay, we'll give that a go. Thank you so much, Amanda. Holly, what do you reckon? What was your one? Wow us. Um, mine's groundbreaking. I bought a new vacuum. Holly, bet that didn't sound very exciting, and now it does, doesn't it? Did you go to Godfrey's? 
No, I didn't go to God Brief, but I'm considering making it a life event on Facebook. I feel like this is a new step into adulthood <laughs> for me. <laughs> it's definitely a life event. That is about, pretty do good. you like God Freeze and they've got that wavy arm guy with the blowy thing out the front? Do you know that? <laughs> oh, I think I've drawn Martha going to the airport. They yeah. also have like the they have the giant vacuum cleaner as well. Yeah, it always puts a smile on your face, that oh. wavy arm guy, doesn't he? Hey Jen, what is your amazing weekend? Uh, my husband got a hole in one at Chowpo. Oh, 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 That's a bit hard to tell. What do you win for that? Uh, we actually got, he got a $500 cash prize because it was a birthday weekend special. And then we got a trip for two around the lake. So it was pretty good. Awesome. That's incredible. So how long does it take, yeah. did it take him to get a hole in one? Uh, a bucket of balls, so 25 balls, so it was like 20 bucks, and, and he got 500 bucks. I always wonder with that, do you have to land flush in the hole, or can you bounce off and roll in? No, so it bounces off, but it's like a sand bunker, so we didn't think it was in, and there was another ball right near it, and so they had to get a manager to come down and shut the whole thing down. And it took about 40 minutes, and then they got their binoculars out and, and uh, yeah, decided that he actually got it in, and, yeah, he got awarded the prize. The so it was quite quite fun. The most disturbing part of that is it took them 45 minutes to find their binoculars. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, Vanessa, what was your exciting weekend? Oh, I got let go from work on Friday. Oh. Yeah! Oh, I don't know if that's quite the reaction. Yeah, it feels we kind of weird playing you there. I feel like we were having fun at your expense. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Oh, well, it's never a good thing. I quite like my job, but oh well. Oh, well, they were definitely a very inappropriate yeah, sound effect yeah, there, yeah. Vanessa. <laughs> hey, sell yourself, Vanessa. What do you do? What are your skills? Where do you live? What do you want to do? Oh, I'm a car freerer. Just a dairy farmer. Nothing hey, special. Not oh. just a dairy oh. farmer. Oh. You're That's the amazing. best goddamn dairy farmer that New Zealand has to offer. And where would you like a job? Oh, in the wider upper area. Oh, well, wow. yeah, well, plenty, I hope there's plenty of dairy jobs going for you, right? Well, you, you know oh. lots of people from there, Ben. Maybe you could tap into your farmers. Pull you some know. teats, mate. <laughs> Pull some <laughs> teats, I'll see what I can do. Good luck, Vanessa. <laughs> you sound like a bloody awesome human. Hold the line, we're going to hook you up with a prize, all right? Oh, awesome, thank you. Go on, you, Vanessa. Text 3343 if you've got a job for Vanessa as well. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Now, over the weekend, a uh, very scary incident. A Whangarei surfer um, was attacked by a great white shark, and he's joining us on the phone right now. Andrew Bruff is his name. How's it going, Andrew? Yeah, not bad, bro. Now, uh, you're also known as Nugget. That's your nickname? Yeah, that's right. So you're in the water. Take it from here, Andrew. Yeah, so I was uh, in the water out west with uh, one of my good mates, Toy Henry, and uh, out of nowhere, I just sort of got bit and struck in the face, and I thought I was thinking to myself, what the, what's just happened? Like, I didn't know where it'd come from. And then uh, the shark tail come out of the water and it was thrashing underneath me, and that's when it all dawned on me and Jeez. just started screaming to the boys, I've been attacked, get out of the water. So you had to paddle like 150 metres back to shore after you were bitten and bleeding from a shark? Yeah, I was pretty far out, probably like 150 out. But yeah, I had to paddle back in, but it's probably the fastest I've ever paddled. I was going like the clappers. Because they say with great white sharks that they don't actually like eating people, so usually it's just a numb and then they realise you're not what they're looking for and they swim away. Is that what happened in your case or did it, did it come back for more? So, uh, yeah, it just come up and bit me once like got me good on the arm but still oh, the panic was real I was yeah just, I bet yeah. <laughs> what is it? I've always wondered what does it actually feel like yeah <laughs> oh it's a bit of a blur thinking back on it but uh, 
it was I, I didn't really the adrenaline was just pumping so it was when I looked down and seen the blood coming out of my wetsuit that's when it all sort of came, became apparent. And so when, when, does the, the, when does the pain kick in? Because, I mean, like you say, you're in shock for a long time. So when does actually the, the pain of the bite settle in? So when I got back to the beach, as I got to the beach, I uh, closed my fist because I started to feel the pain and one of my fingers actually went inside one of the teeth wounds in my hand, like straight inside it. Oh! <laughs> oh you got, you're getting like 40 stitches in your in your, in your arm and your hand, and also um, you've got a quite a quite a good little souvenir, I guess. One of the teeth, Sheesh. one of the teeth from the shark ended up where? Uh, it was lodged in my arm. It ended up being 63 stitches when they ended up doing it, and I had like small teeth lodged in my arm and a big tooth lodged in my board. That's crazy. Did you keep the tooth as like a memento, or you like get that thing away from me? No, nah, I've got the I've got the teeth. I got like a few of them, and uh, got the board with the big bite mark. Got it there. Is it scared you to ever get back into the water, Andrew, or are you not phased? No, nah, I'm keen to get back in the water. Like to be honest, get back in. <laughs> listening to Andrew it doesn't sound like much phases him. <laughs> not even a shark attack. Nah. Did you have any nah, like defense mechanism? Because you know how like people say you punch them in the nose, or people say you just play dead, or what? What did you do? Just start screaming. <laughs> I just started screaming. There's no defence mechanism. You're not thinking. It's not like you're going to put the shark in a headlock or anything. Yeah. I was like, I've got to get out of here. Because what did your mates do? Did they come and help you? Because that's when you'd find out your true friends, eh? The ones that were like, hey, Andrew, I'll come help you. All the other ones are like, later, mother effer. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, my mate Toy reckons he started paddling towards me. But then he reckons I just boosted him off as I was paddling in and he reckons he was left to paddle in with his toes curled up. Oh, man. It was weird. He was already on the beach when I got back, <laughs> but he reckons he was out there. <laughs> oh, that is amazing. And how does the news find out about this? Uh, well, like, heaps... When I was in the ambulance waiting for the chopper, heaps of people were rocking up and people were just coming in the back of the ambulance with cameras <laughs> taking photos like, of me and Go stuff. away, go away. It was been bit yeah. by a shark. Hey, Conf- <laughs> Patient confidentiality is not a thing when no, someone can no. iPhone it. <laughs> like, you're like, oh, nah. hey, bro, let's just a quick selfie, quick selfie for Instagram. Put, hey. put, put your thumbs up, mate. Don't be a dick about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Andrew, you are a bloody legend. Uh, we're glad that you survived, and we hope that that shark has swum back to where he came from. Oh, yeah. Hopefully it leaves everyone alone. <laughs> now, was it uh, was it an adult shark? <laughs> oh, you've been too uh, early. Uh, or, oh, hang on. How did I finish this crappy joke? Was it an adult shark, Andrew? <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I think it was a juvenile. Oh, so you would say maybe it even was a baby shark? <laughs> Andrew, you don't need to sympathy no, laugh yeah, at that. Right. Andrew, you've been through a lot. I don't, so you don't care how many stitches he's got. I want a sympathy laugh. This is worse than the actual attack for Andrew. <laughs> hey, uh, all the best, buddy. Oh, we're so glad you're okay out of that. No, uh, you have a good story to tell. Thanks for that. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. A very exciting thing coming from uh, Stay in Your Lane Productions. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sharon Casey special. Now, the, okay. Royals, the Royals are coming, and can we just say this has been Sharon's dream, uh, so much so that she's stepped on toes around the building to get, make this a reality. <laughs> we talked about this on Friday, Sharon, how she veered over four, four or five lanes. <laughs> she <laughs> like did. Oncoming traffic. Yeah. Just but it's great. Happen. I feel like everyone's slowly warming up to the idea. That's like, a great idea. At first it was a rock-solid piece of ice, and now I feel like we're just, just mm. before the ice is fully melted, people are going to start getting into the idea. Okay, so what we're doing, guys, it's the Jono, Ben and Sharon 
Royal Punishers tour with a heck of a lot of help from Burger King because if we didn't get Burger King involved, this shameless publicity stunt was not going to be happening. Sharon literally had to go and work at Burger King for the long weekend <laughs> to make this a reality. Uh, so we guys, uh, we're giving you a chance to win $1,000 with, as Sharon said, the John Ben and Sharon Royal tour with lots of help from Burger King. Yes, so what we're going to do is we are going to be stickering these up tomorrow. So from, let's say, Thursday... Head in to your local edge station if you're in Auckland, Rotorua or Wellington or just look out for your local edge roadrunners. You need to get your hands on one of our Burger King crowns, which we have got some beautiful stickers made by sticky.co.nz on them. And what are you going to do? I love all of your obligations. <laughs> and thanks to Grant's mechanical and tyre as well, who's transporting the crowns. Appreciate your effort. Mate, don't make me... Don't do me dirty, okay? Because I'll lay your shit here. Okay, okay Mr. Lone Star. <laughs> Stay in your lane. And she's talking to me with a Burger King crown on it. It used to be a Burger King crown, but you put a sticker on it. It's a John O'Ben and Sharon crown. So what you got to do is you got to wear this crown at one of the royal engagements when Harry and Meghan are here. If you can get a photo bomb with Harry and Meghan, put it on Instagram with hashtag JBS Royal Punishers, mm. and boom, the best one will win one thousand dollars cash all you gotta do is wear this sweet hat yeah and get a photo with the royals so, so this could be a photo that someone could take like a selfie of themselves with one of the royals behind them you know yeah. doing something yeah or as this... long as you get the royals in the photo it doesn't matter what they're doing they don't even have to be looking at the camera it could be their butts so this could be matter. also a photo that someone's taken for like the dominion post or something you're in the crowd waving behind harry wearing yes, the crown if you're wearing the crown and we can see the crown right. and you put it on instagram hashtag jbs royal punishes that's all you got to do to mm. get in the draw to win a thousand dollars from Burger King. We'll have your crowning. This coming royal tour. Yeah, but that's not all, guys. It gets better. <laughs> and that's not all because thanks to Laurie <laughs> no, at no. Laurie Signwriters. <laughs> no, no, not only, not only is Burger King fronting up the one thousand dollars for these crowns. Yes, you sure. might be hungry before or after oh, wearing I am your crown. Hungry. Where can I go? Well, if you go to Burger King <laughs> you. and that's take your crown in store. You could get a two-for-one Whopper Junior. Gee, that's a good deal. Thank you very much, Jonathan. You wrangled a bloody good deal there, Thank Sharon. you. So this is what you want. We will tell you in the crowds here. I'm going to be stickering them up myself. <laughs> there's, there's 39 sponsors involved, but the dream is a reality. It's happening. Well done, Jess. Let this be no. a... Listen to you. Hey, you're a go-getter. If yeah. you say you. no, the old bulldog's going to bark. <laughs> <laughs> Someone got a boss around here who called you a bulldog, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, I walked past his office once and he called me a bulldog. And I was like, hey, you sexist mother effer, don't call women bulldogs. It's our, oh, you get it's our st- personal you get, joke now. You get stuff done, don't well, you? Well done, Chester. If I had a penis, I'd be a go-getter. You scare me a lot, but you get stuff done, so well done. Yeah, well, maybe you should have got me on board with your stuff more. <laughs> we wouldn't be having a problem with the show being cancelled. No, but we'd have 320 sponsors attached to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just a step up from... What are you talking about, mate? you just been on a burger for the last two months. <laughs> anyway, get your crown, get in a photo, yeah, meet the Royals, yeah. what a laugh, and you could win $1,000. Yeah, All the details at theedge.co.net. If so we much. could get at least 10 people to enter, this would be a real payoff for me. <laughs> Thanks to Burger King, of course, for making it happen and making Sharon's dreams come true. This is your dream too, Ben. Yeah, exactly. Uh, definitely. Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge. Joining us, uh, you'll know her um, from our TV show, Jono and Ben. Very funny comedian. Um, Angela Driver, how's it going? Good, thanks. How are you guys? <laughs> and we've got you in here because Ben and I visited your house a week and a half ago. Yeah. Very interesting living arrangement. Yeah, it used to be a rest home. Okay. Um, yeah, so... It's big. It's, it's a very big house, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think... Um, How many rooms are there? Um, 18... 
Yeah, like we walked in there, we were like, what is this? I, th- I thought I was part of walking into a cult or something. <laughs> so a lot of people think that. Yeah. Um, like they, a commune. It, it is a commune. Is yeah. it? Yeah. So what are, what happens on a commune? Because everyone always says that, and I'm never sure what that means. I feel like it just means they eat. So I don't know what it means either, but that's where I live. But apparently. I signed up because <laughs> the rent's cheap. <laughs> the rent is cheap. And so you guys have a big... the sex stuff as soon as I moved in. What I sex stuff? I feel a little bit upset about that, actually. What's, what sex stuff were they doing? What's stuff going on? Yeah, apparently there were a couple of orgies and stuff. But... Dang. This does not sound when like a, a rest home. Wait, it was a rest home or not? Yeah, it stopped after the rest home, yes. No, no, no. Um, Sounds like there's a not a lot of rest home. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did you know, though, that the elderly carry a lot of STDs? Yes, I have heard that. That is out like rabbits in there. Really? Good, though. Yeah. Good on them. Really? Yeah, seriously. Okay. Also, I think they need to have arthritic-friendly condoms. Shut <laughs> I don't know if that's a real... If, I can never this tell if you're thing. joking or yeah. not. You never know if it's... So, back to your house, because we want to start a competition. Oh, yeah. Do you think you have more flatmates than Angela Drava? Don't give the number oh, okay. yet, but that's it's a very a impressive idea, number, actually. so we'll get people to phone up. 0800 The Yeah, like, it may not currently be uh, living with you, but in, in one stage, when you're flatting, have you lived with more people? What's the most amount? We'd love to know. Do you know the names of all your flatmates? Yes. Every single one of them? Yeah. Name them. Well, those are, oh, no, do, oh, no, we can't. Yeah. Damn it. Damn name, it. Name, okay, here's a bit of a clue. Name six of them. Oh, uh, you've just given away that it's more than six. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I've lowballed it, in honesty. <laughs> like, it's an impression. Yeah. Like, it's a number that like, you would hear, like, you're living with six people. I mean, it's... Yeah. yeah. Six is not that impressive. <laughs> okay. Um, Willow, Alex, Jordan, Ash, Arlo, me. <laughs> <laughs> I just I actually could not handle living in this situation. It's a, it's a lot of people to deal with. Do you get on with everybody that's there, or are there some punishes? I mean, sometimes like I don't like people, and um, it comes across very passive aggressively <laughs> in the kitchen. Yeah. So you all share the same kitchen? Yes. Oh, really? We've got Angela Dravid with us, uh, comedian Angela Dravid, who's in a, quite an unusual living situation. Lives with an enormous amount of people in a reti- in an old retirement a retired retirement village. Yeah. What's the biggest niggle living with that amount of people? The bathroom. Oh. Because oh. how many showers are there? Uh, two showers. And how and many one baths? Hose. Oh, one hose. Oh, yes. And so you'd have to have a roster system, surely. Yeah, we do. For the shower? Yeah. No, no one showers, so. Everyone just hoses. <laughs> you're just hosing each other off. Oh, no, you're doing yeah. a joke that nobody showers. I can never... T- I can Damn it! I never. I can yeah, never you tell. can't. So you can't pick out what you she's can't tell. Down. No. Okay. So oh, with, with if I'm being jokey or not. Yes. Yeah. But you just never change your demeanour. That's no. the problem. Uh, I have a bit in my comedy show where I try and act out a bit in court, and I try deliberately to make it awkward, but it never gets a laugh. And I've realised it's because people can't tell when I'm acting awkward and when it's just, <laughs> when it's just you. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was like saying when your demeanour doesn't change. Yeah. No, it's, uh, I've learned that the hard way. Because you, um, okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know Ange did time in a London prison? Yeah. That's a story for another time. Oh, though. yeah. I love that story. You, you worked in a brothel too, too yeah. didn't you? You loved oh, yeah, prison. Well, that's maybe why you like the retirement village. It's kind of like prison, but you get to leave. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. I know the edge. Three, three, four, three is the number. How many people have you or are you flatting with right now? And we'll find out if it can be Angela Driver next. It is the edge. The edge is the station for the biggest concerts that hit New Zealand. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much. 
And this one hits rockstar status. Meet me on You're on the edge, Jello Ben and Sharon. We've got comedian Angela Dravid with us in the studio. She uh, lives with uh, a lot of people currently at the moment. Yeah. So we wanted to see if anyone could beat Ange. We haven't said the number yet, Ange. Mm-hmm. When you tell people the number of flatmates you have, do, they, do, do people act surprised? Yes, they're like, oh, I can't live like that. Oh, I couldn't. Sorry, I've got to turn. I couldn't do it at all. I would freak out. I don't, I don't think I could live with more than two adults now. Yeah, but when they come into the house, you're like, oh, I see. Yeah. Right, because there'd be a lot of room because it used to be a rest home. <laughs> yeah. A lot of reenactment of when people come into the house. <laughs> oh, I see. Oh, but what do you do with the car parking situation with this many people? Like, how does that work? Because I remember you just be alpha dogging each other to see who gets the best park. Yeah, I think so. There's a key. Um, there's a board that has hooks and we have everyone's key on there. Mm. So um, you kind of just back out their car, reverse out your car. <laughs> oh, God, oh, no. Quite, I couldn't quite, do it. I couldn't do it. Quite a tight driveway you're running as well. Yeah. You managed to get a lot of cars on, like a used car yard. <laughs> it does look like a used car yard. Yeah. Um, but as soon as we all earn the money, it's going to look like a good car yard. <laughs> David's on 0800 The Edge. How many flatmates do you have? Do you reckon it's more than Angela? Hey, guys. Hey, um, at one point I had nine, nine flatmates. Ooh, that is a lot of people. Oh, and how many? A lot of people. What was? How big was the house? How many bedroom? Uh, would have been. It was a five bedroom, but we turned the lounge into one, so we made it six. Wow. So, okay. <laughs> so innovative, aren't you? When you're flatting, yeah. You're like, geez, yeah. we can turn anything into a room. I can so, turn that cupboard into a room. <laughs> quite yeah. cheap. Mm-hmm. So nine flatmates. Does that beat Angela? No. No. Oh. Unfortunately, not even close, David. Uh, I tried, I tried. Good on you, mate. It was good, all right. Let's go to Levi on 800 The Edge. How many flatmates have you got? 23. Oh, none. Oh, you've got what? I'm I'm not a flatting. You're not flatting? No. You've not participated well in this. But what did you say 23 for? What did you say 23 for? Just for a laugh, eh, hey, Levi? Yeah. Fun, yeah. Fun up yeah. and have a laugh with the guys. Have a laugh. Yeah, and I appreciate that. It's a type of show it is. Fun up and have a laugh. But even your joke of 23, does that beat how many flatmates that Angela Dravid has? No. 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 Let Ange, let Ange tell you how many people she lives with. I think it's 24. 24 Ooh. flatmates, Levi. What do you think about that? Shapers, creepers. <laughs> name them all, Ange. <laughs> oh, don't put her in the spot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> do you live in a house full of people you don't even know the names no, of? No, it, it's, yeah. Do you live in a house that's not yours? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't know. I'm in the walls. <laughs> Shit, that's good. 24 people is an extreme amount of people to live in one flat with. Yeah, Does everyone right. look after their own food situation? No, we all cook a big meal together. What, wow. so, you, so you, you have a dinner night where you have to cook for 24 people? Yeah. That is so ridiculous. They I call just it trough night. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> that would be a very accurate name. I don't know who the flatmates were and who were not. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, that's and there'd be so many dietary requirements for <laughs> 24 people. Yeah. Yeah. What's your go to dish? Um, Takeaway. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ange, I, I think that you officially live in the biggest flat in New Zealand, so congratulations. Okay. Yeah. We should get you a cup of some form. Oh, oh before you go, Ange, uh, your show. Uh, oh, uh, uh, no, I don't want to advertise. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> First person in history who doesn't want to advertise a show. Don't see Ange. If anything, avoid it. Yeah. 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 I, I heard it was rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> John Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Now, last week, uh, you guys put me on the spot. You told me to, um, to say a joke, and I couldn't do it. And the next day you gave me redemption. 
um, by saying what I thought was going to be the world's funniest joke. Yeah, well, we gave you 24 hours to come up with the world's funniest joke as well. And we said, don't forget to do it. And you're like, I won't. And then <laughs> 10 minutes before we were set to do it, we're like, did you come up with the world's funniest joke? And then this happened. So there's this guy. And the guy goes to see her. Mr. Pop. And it was the fly. So you guys helped me out there because obviously I didn't have a joke, so we did a little joke on the audience by p- playing that sort of staticky transmission sounds to sound like the radio yes. didn't work. Cricket. But then what happened? Well, people got upset. People got upset. They were up in arms. They got lied to, cheated yeah. and there by was a, you. There was only so many times Sharon and myself could bat them off, <laughs> bat them away. I know. And in the end, I just turned around to Dave, who commented on our Facebook page, and I said, look, he's a pussy bush, and he didn't get ready. <laughs> he didn't get ready for the joke. Yeah. And so uh, we thought today we'll give him the start of what he said of his joke and the end of what he well, said of his joke. Thought, and just you can up come, a... up, come up with your own joke, Ben. I just you are a comedian. I just made up something like a start and a finish to a joke that had no... I don't know there's a joke that was mm. that starts and finishes What do you that? always teach your kids about lying? It's, it's bad. Good. No. It's bad. <laughs> I tell you what, we always say lying's bad, but it gets you places, doesn't it? It achieves things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It gets... It, yeah, can, you can get further up in the work ladder if you like. Lying. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, we're not here talking about how great lying is. Not here talking about your career. <laughs> we're talking about Ben. So and the, ben... the joke started with Ben. So there was this, this guy, and this guy goes to see her. And then the, the punchline was? And it was the fly. So we said, fill in the bits in between. No we cannot between. wait. Uh, please call on 0800 The Edge right now. We would love a Simon Cowell on the on the phone oh, to just give some instant feedback. We've got some music, some epic music, Cowell. We can uh, play. <laughs> don't build it up. Build it up. Don't build it just up. Wait the music to kick in. Ben. I don't. This is. I've tried to put something together in the middle. It don't be a little. <sighs> you and I. We've read that book, The Subtle Art of Giving and Not Giving an F. Don't give an F right now, babes. Yeah. Just go. Well, I am a little bush. Balls to the wall. <laughs> he's right. been trying to. He's been trying to practice this joke for. I feel like Eminem writing in my three pad. hours. Here no, goes the music. Ben Boyce with the world's greatest <sighs> joke. So there was this guy, and the guy goes to see a doctor. And he was like, <laughs> I got bitten last night on my pee-pee <laughs> by this thing with lots of teeth. Mm. And the doctor goes and has a look, looks at his pee-pee, then has a look at his pants. Please stop saying And it pee-pee. was the fly! <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> you said you put effort into that. I did. You? I did. Oh, jo- but that was good. There was a guy. Oh, 800 <laughs> The Edge. Live feedback. On the world's greatest joke. <laughs> I mean, it's to be uncomfortable you keep saying uh, pee-pee, but Joshua, what do you think of Ben's joke, babe? Oh, let's not take feedback, guys. Thanks, Josh. How do you hang up with him? Oh, you just <laughs> did? You just did hang up on Josh. Oh, sorry. Alex, what do you think? Well, that's why that button does. Alex. Hey, thanks for the feedback, Alex. Very Alex. It's always great to have listeners that appreciate no. my stuff. You know what, Ben? After I've heard that, Oh, look, I had... And after we gave you two hours to write that, <laughs> I think maybe from now, yeah. just leave the jokes to me and Jono. Okay, I okay. will do. Jono, what's your go-to joke? <laughs> Luke! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not calling Luke a joke. I'm just trying to get your feedback, Luke. Good joke. Really funny. Oh, thank you, Luke. Luke, <laughs> <laughs> you are a liar. I can smell your pants on fire. Hold the line, buddy. We'll find something for you. Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge.